The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hello? Here it comes. All right, here we go. Welcome to the revolution. You're welcome. All over the world, the movement is getting stronger. If you want to know the truth, yes, I think you guys are a little weird. Booyah! Our voice is getting louder. Yeah, baby! We are the pulse of America and stewards of the outdoors for over 15 years. Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. <laughs> welcome to the one and only revolution with Jim and Trev. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The truth is, populations are up. They absolutely are, but because we work at it. Uh, We always need to protect healthy habitat for wildlife, and that is what hunters always advocate for. Why not let them just die naturally? Why not Mm -hmm. just go to safari, take the pictures, and let the animals die naturally? Why is that not a good idea? So people really romanticize this idea of Mother Nature being this gentle thing. None of us are comfortable with death. Whether we kill a mouse in a mouse trap, whatever, we're not comfortable with that. But Mother Nature is a very, very vicious thing. You know, an animal, unfortunately, doesn't just get to go away and die of old age. And as a hunter, as a human being, that makes me very emotional. I don't want to watch that. All right, welcome back to another show, and we are talking... Habitat Management. So while the previous big game seasons are still fresh in you boys and girls' minds, now is the time to right all the wrongs. Now is the time to prepare for the 2017 hunting seasons. Now, Mrs. Bunny, we're doing things kind of different this week. you got to share the spotlight with Junie James. Honored. So, yeah, she's honored. She's like, the girl's giving me the boot. <laughs> um, now, so you don't have long. Got about 60 seconds here. Maybe it may we'll stretch it to 90. Take it away. If Mrs. Bunny can survive being married to Travis's stupid ass for this long... Wait, what? Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. Okay, in anticipation of the fall season coming up, you guys are talking habitat management, but I'm going to talk doe management. Um, According to Dr. James Kroll, he says that a lot of people are confused about doe harvesting and says that a lot of people understand or accept now that we need to be harvesting does, but don't really know how to go about doing so. And typically you talk about age, structure, and sex ratio, but he says there's something else you should really focus on. He said that it's understood that does take two or three years to succeed successfully reproduce. However, if that same herd is brought into line with the productive capacity of the habitat, we suddenly see young two and three-year-old and even yearling does reproduce just as successfully. So if you're an effective habitat manager, you can have does reproducing at younger ages. When you have younger does successfully recruiting offspring, genetic diversity goes up and so does antler size. So demographically, you're shooting for older bucks and younger does. Dr. James Crow also says that the ones that look to be more muley looking or who um, seem to be more dominant are tend to be the older ones. I started looking a little more muley a few years ago. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Big Roman nose. (laughs) Man, I'm a doe. Holy crap. Habitat management. You do it effectively. You can have does having babies at younger ages and um, genetically improve the population on your um, land. Now, this applies to does, not real women. Yeah. (laughs) They did that in Chicago. (laughs) 
I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, you know, interesting show this week. We're talking about habitat management once again. Uh, here in just a second, we're going to be joined by Junie James, host of uh, Just Junie there on Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we're going to do, I- I'm stoked about this, a three-part interview series. Uh, with we- Lee and Tiffany Lakoski. Yeah, from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, we're going to do a three-part interview with them, talking all things management. Then we're going to be joined by Jake Urban of Backcountry Rescue. Such a fantastic show there on Outdoor Channel. And it's Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And finally, we're going to be joined by Steve Nestle, and he is Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side. That's some good group, stuff. Group marketing manager, quit interrupting me! <laughs> that was really hard. I'm actually breaking my heart, baby. You're I'll, not- be, I'll be back next week. Don't cry for me, right? And I... I will always love you and I will miss you. Have fun with Junie, guys. Uh, anyway, shut up. We got to go. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, Miss Buddy. We got to get to Junie James. Okay. Junie James, host of Just Junie on Sportsman Channel, is taking over and is brought to you by Nissan. All right, so we are just now being joined by Just Junie. I didn't realize how many times I said just. <laughs> uh, anyway, she just won a Best she New just Series won? <laughs> there at Sportsman Channel at the Outdoor Sportsman Awards. Oh, yeah. Amazing. She took home a golden moose. You know what they say. Junie's got a gun. Oh, yes. More. She won a golden moose and had fun. Hey, you're still here? Yeah, I am. You are? Okay. Stick around. Just you know you're in. scary She's... when you sing that song? <laughs> what's scary is You I look at me. Look behind me. Mrs. Bunny is like glaring at me. All right, so <laughs> that's her favorite. Buck knife. Miss Junie, welcome to the show. It's awesome to have you on. Now, you were actually listening when it, when Mrs. Buddy was talking about uh, Dr. James Kroll on how we need to put more emphasis on the dose we take. So to be true conservationists, really, um, not only do we need to manage the land, we also need to manage the wildlife that inhabits it. And most of the time, people place too much thought on bucks in age structure and in sex ratios. And we really need to be thinking all this stuff uh, when it comes to managing does. And, you know, that's kind of what I was talking about as far as everybody has a different idea and a different opinion, you know. Because I got a little bit of criticism for killing a younger doe. And you, if you're hunting somebody else's property, then you kind of need to go by their idea. But it makes total sense that, just like the human race, the older generation, they're not having a bunch of kids, you know? It just makes sense. Yeah, now, now your program, uh, Just Junie, uh, tell us some of the things that we're going to see this year. Well, this season we have a lot of th- a lot of new things coming up. Um, hopefully I'll get to go kill a buffalo because that's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Oh, I'm, wow. I have Indian heritage, and that's kind of something that's really fascinated me is um, just how your ancestors used to do it. You know, they used to go out there with their bow and... I want to do the free range, the whole experience with my bow. So that would be really cool. That's something that I'm that I'm really into. Um, pigs, you know, I have a lot of people say that, you know, you know, why do you shoot pigs? Well, for one, they they multiply like rabbits, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> and they do a lot of damage to land as far as with farmers and and things of that nature. So they do need to be thinned out. Not to mention that they carry diseases and, and things, things of that nature. And, you know, a lot of people will say, say a 300 pound boar. Oh, you can't eat that. You know, you need to throw it out. Well, that's not really the case because I've got a guy that can process a 300 boar and make it taste amazing and you would never be able to tell. So, you know, I, I do try to eat just about 
everything that I kill. I mean, there is the exception, you know, coyotes, stuff like that. We've got, we've got a hunt coming up with Randy Anderson from Primos and, Mm -hmm. um, that'll be pretty neat because I'm not a big predator hunter. I haven't done a whole lot of that, but I'm open to new things and I'm really looking forward to getting into that too. So now if you don't mind me asking, how old are your two boys? 11 and 8. 11 and 8. All right. So they see their mom as an outdoors woman providing for them. I mean, you're serving as two roles in your household. I would think that this is a much more powerful image that you're providing. Because let's face it, you turn on the news right now and there's a big women's movement right now. But I don't see a lot of positive change coming from it. I see from your household you are setting a great example for your two young boys and other generations and kids out there. And a this, lot of single mothers all over the country. Exactly. This is what people need to be doing, not all that other BS. Absolutely, because it's getting them nowhere. I mean, in my opinion, you know, and I'm just throwing that out there, but <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you, have to, you have to see some reaction from your actions and... This is a positive reaction. So Now, what would you say to young ladies right now that are listening to us right there? I mean, we're sitting here on 515 stations. There's a lot of women uh, that listen to our, our show, and they're thinking about getting in the outdoors. What is some a little nugget you could give them, some advice for newbies, ladies, getting into the sport of hunting and fishing? I would say don't feel intimidated and get out there and try. If you have any inkling of, um, want to there, then you need to just get out and try. Don't feel stupid. You know, everybody has a different way of doing it as far as hunting, whether it be gun hunting, bow hunting, whatever. Just get out there and give it a try and, you know, put yourself out there because a lot of women just feel intimidated because they feel like it's a man's sport. And it's not. I mean, you know, they can get out there and do it just the same, but they need to. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of men feel intimidated too. So just get out there and try it. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Judy James. Of course, she has a program called Just Judy. That's right. I think you said Judy James. Judy James? It's Judy James. I get that all the time. It's fine. <laughs> now she is going to make you cry. She's well, it's a new sheriff up. in town. That's right. He's just so intimidated. That's that in- I'm intimidated. That's, a, that's that intimidation you were talking about. He's nervous. I'm in the <laughs> corner right now. All right, so make sure you watch <laughs> Just Judy on Sportsman Channel Sundays, 12 p.m. Eastern time. This is a show you have to watch. TiVo it. Also watch it on my own. Outdoor TV. That's, That's right. what you got to do. Yes. All right. So, uh, join Junie James. Miss Junie James, thank you so much for calling in. We thank greatly you appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you. So nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Lee and Tiffany Likoski with a three part interview. That's right. Make sure you watch Crush on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 7 30 p.m. Eastern Time. This is going to be the first part of Lee and Tiffany. That's right. In a three part series. Big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV, Nissan Cinch, Timeout Seasonings and Cabela's. We will return right after this with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Live 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Connect with the number one outdoor radio show on the planet and stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's what we've been looking for. 
stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code radio at myoutdoortv.com. Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world, you know it doesn't mean much unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. As we prepare for the 2017 hunting seasons, now a special three-part interview with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. This is part one. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from Judy James and Miss Bunny. And I'll tell you what, a couple of great gals there. Yeah, I don't give a crap. Because <laughs> my, my man crush is coming on. You have a dream. I have a dream that one day I will hunt with Lee Lukoski. And you know what song's going to play when we're hunting together? What's that? Lukoski, pull me closer in the front seat of your ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, chain smokers and Halsey throw there. Uh, anyways, yeah, just now being joined by Lee and Tiffany Lukoski from Crush on our Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch it Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Guys, how you doing? Thanks for coming back. Hey, great to be here. We are so glad that you guys are here. Now, we, we do want to say, though, start this off congratulations there at the outdoor sports awards couple weeks ago you guys won best big game you got a moose that is an honor guys uh, it was for the bear poor dick brown bear i was like so i cannot take any credit whatsoever because i was not on that hunt <laughs> <laughs> now how big was that bear you took oh it was well it was a giant let's say it was like a small volkswagen but <laughs> i just have i gotta send that skull in that thanks for reminding me because this month I, the pope and young club is wanted for their debut four years they have their you know their panel scoring and it's uh, i don't know where it'll end up it'll be you know four or five it'll be somewhere in the top five probably anyway in the in the world so that's and that's saying a lot when you look at it you know like uh fred bear shot the world record back in 1960 and it's still in the top 10 so you know you think after you know 50 almost 60 years one that he shot is still in the top 10 so this this and this one is quite a bit bigger than that one. Well, th- there's a difference too, and I gotta say, it. it sorry, Miss Tiffany, but it takes a set of <laughs> days to hunt bear like oh, I that. I totally agree. I'm but, like, how did you not like have a heart attack as that thing was coming in? Because I watch it from like the footage and stuff. I'm like, weren't you like nervous? He's like, no. Because Lee's a total stud. But the difference dying. is, I mean, you sit there. It, let's say you had a rifle, but you're hunting this with a bow. That's that's a totally different game, man. Yeah. 
And yeah. he said they shot it, and they just sat there quietly afterwards. And cause I was like, did, was he going to shoot it again? You know, because a lot of times, <laughs> that's actually why he went with Cole. One of the reasons why he went with Cole is because they don't shoot him immediately after. Yeah, you go with a lot of outfitters, and once you shoot it, they'll shoot it immediately after yeah. you. Even if you shoot it perfectly with a bow, they'll shoot it, you know, back up with a with a rifle. And I was just like, I don't want. And then it's not like you're Pope and Young's record. I mean, it's. You know, that takes that away. So I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So that's why I went with Cole, and he does tons of archery hunts. And, you know, I mean, obviously, if it's charging you or you start feel like you're in danger, they, they, he's right there to back you up. But, you know, you shoot it perfectly. And, and uh, you know, and even for me, I got a second shot off on it, which, you know, his thing didn't go 10 yards after that. So, oh, wow. you know, you can... You don't, you don't, you don't really need that, but I understand that some people, if they don't hit it good, you know, then you're walking into some trouble. Well, I mean, even too, you could, might not ever find it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's then, very you possible. You know, just walking up on a wounded one of those just wouldn't be very fun, I don't think. I, w- I would have slung some arrows, thrown some grenades, <laughs> <laughs> cover all the bases. All right, so we're talking about habitat management. Uh, and, you know, during the break, we're actually talking about where you have this a drone and a thermal imaging camera. And you can uh-huh. kind of go out in the evening and kind of survey the ground, see what animals are in your area, what have moved off Take your ground. But this is a perfect time to get out there and start implementing uh, some management practices. And I think the first thing we want to kind of jump on is prescribed burning. You know, what do they say? Uh, you got a fever, cowbell's the cure. But I think prescribed burning is one of the most essential things for people to do, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We do that like, every year. I mean, like uh, on our our CRP tracks that we have, some way, you know, you have to. But even on stuff that isn't, I, I try to get, you know, the grass stuff is just as important as your timber as far as I'm concerned, especially for, you know, wintertime and even shed hunting because when it's cold out, you know, that's those deer are like to lay in that tall grass so they still feel like they're, you know, in cover, but they can get the full rays of the sun down on them. So then that's where we, you know, we find so many of our, our sheds in that, you know, in that tall type of grass. So, you know, burning all that, you know, once we plant it in CRP, you know, different mixes that I want, you know, with Indian grass and big blue stem and switch grass and everything, it's tough to get established. So you got to, you know, we burn it like every two or three years, especially once we get it established and, you know, to really get a good stand of it, you have to be burning that just to get rid of all like the Rome grasses and everything else. So as you can hear, our our baby's he's, uh, in the background. He's having a hard time. He's cheering you on. <laughs> he wants me to go upstairs with him. Now, so this is something that you guys do regularly. I mean, this is a a, a, Every year. a crucial part because when people think about management, everybody primarily goes to food plots. But like you mm-hmm. mentioned, the TSI timber stand improvement. Oh um, yeah. From planting trees to burning to food plots to hinging trees, everything has its place in your management program. Yeah, it's great that you're just bringing that up. Can I even inter- interject on that before you really get into it? And, yeah. and really, this is the last few years that Lee's really changed some of his plans and started to really go through the timber stand improvement and, and really every year taking a farm and taking some of those projects like that and really upping its game on it. Right. Well, because over the past, you know, 15 years that we've been here, it seems like every year we, you know, buy another farm or, you know, and so you're always worrying about food plots because obviously that's important. So you're yeah. dozing in food plots and doing all that stuff. And now that we got that kind of set, we're really focusing on the rest of the stuff like we're talking about. And we were just talking about doing like a, 
you know, like our, a YouTube page or something. And, and because there's so many things you can't show on the TV show, because you only got, you know, whatever, 19 minutes of content and you got to show the hunts. Yeah. But there's so much that goes into it. You know, everybody, you know, you hear people, oh, if I could hunt on your farm, I could shoot a good one too. Well, you probably could if you asked me where to go and everything else. But we're here, you know, 365 days a year. We're watching them and, and, and doing so much work on these farms. And I don't know if people really realize the work that goes into it. I mean, what we've done already just since January 10th in the, in the month and a half since the season closed yeah. is a ton, you know, and that's when you really need to be working on stuff is this time of year, because this is like, for me, I would say this is the one time of year I can get my neighbor's deer onto mine. So you have food and cover and, and everything else. And you start moving all those deer in there. And that's what we were talking about, like in the, in the, in the break about the armosite thermal cameras yeah. that we have you know those for looking at deer in the in the summertime when you can see the, the velvet on them even at night so you can watch your bean fields you can really take count of your buck to doe ratios but right now i can fly that little camera that i have on the drone over all my field and see that on our food plots we have you know 20 to 1 deer that our neighbors do but that's the one time we can pull our, our neighbors deer over and try to keep them here usually through the green up but then i've relocated them and even if they go away in the summertime they always come back you know during the rut you can just count on them deer showing up again so i mean the work you do now is so important for what takes place during hunting season it's not like you blow the dust off your bow October 1st and go sit out in a stand and expect to see great deer you know it can happen but it's it's not you're not going to be assured of it that's yeah, that's yeah that, for sure we're coming up on a hard break uh, can you guys stick around for a second part on this it's great stuff absolutely all right hey we've been talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski they have a program called Crush that's right Sunday 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel now real quick before we get to a break with you guys where can we find you online uh, thecrush.tv and then of course we're on Instagram Twitter and Facebook Ooh. Oh, great stuff. All right, so big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV, and Nissan, Leah Tiffany Lukoski from Crush, plus Mr. Cameron. They're coming up next. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Log on to JimandTrev.com for an online experience like nothing ever before. Check it out now and stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trev will continue right after these messages. Okay, let's go. Jackson is the country's best playground. So search and rescue has to be very highly skilled and highly trained. Hey, this is going to hurt. Ah! If you're in the mountains enough, you are going to have an incident, whether it's your fault or just an act of God. God. Backcountry Rescue, Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Chardonnay finishing sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. 
This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hello, everybody. Getting you ready for the 2017 hunting seasons. And now, here's part two with Lee and Tiffany Lakoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch, Cabela's, and High Mountain Seasonings. Here's Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from part one of Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Hey, they're in for three parts today. Yeah, this is the second part of the triple header uh, with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Make sure you watch the Crush on Outdoor Channel. And it is Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Real quick, though, before we get to to a little more uh, habitat management talk, Miss Tiffany, everybody knows you're like super duper uber prego. Uh, You look like me. You cast a two shadow. Now, now, question, though, kind of interesting. I'm sure you're sitting around with your feet propped up. But what, what did you just get back from? What have you been doing? Tell our listeners. Just uh, got back from a snow goose hunt and I'm in sort of nesting phase. I saw you crazy pregnant lady out there shooting all those birds. I know it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's awesome. You know, it's funny because people are like, I can't believe you're out there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I feel way better doing stuff than I do not doing anything. That's right. She's nesting by killing ground nesting birds. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, no kidding. <laughs> she got this big nest she lives in now. All right. So. Yeah, she was like, nope, not for me. All right, so Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Fantastic show. You've got to watch it. All right, so we've talked to you guys, like Jimbo said, numerous times over the years, and it seems like you're always out there. You're planting food plots. You're planting new trees. You're hinging trees. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're always working. But let's say we have a, a chunk of property, and it's pretty dense canopy. There's not a lot of sunlight coming through, so there's not a lot of growth down below. How do we know? I think this is kind of hard, guys. We've got a chainsaw. We've got the equipment to go in there to do some of these projects. How do we know which trees, which species to cut down, to get out of there, to hinge? I mean, you just can't go in there and start whacking. I mean, you have to have some sort of a plan. What do you guys recommend? Well, like for me, like I have a big piece, right? I mean, I have, I have a lot of hinge cutting and stuff to do on, on timber on ours. And like the one I'm really think I'm doing here next, it's a big piece of timber. It's probably maybe a 40 acre rectangle piece of woods and you oh, can wow. see right through the thing. I mean, that's a lot of deer stay in there, but I can never hunt in there. I can never even walking past it, you know, driving past it, you can see the tails going out. Like when they go to shed hunt now, you just kind of come up to the edge and you see just a wave of deer running out of the thing. And that's what you want to avoid because I mean, even though they bed in there, you can't go in it. You can't walk past it. It's just too open. So on that one, it has a series of ridges in there. So normally they like to bed on the ridge top. So I just go in, and unless there's like a big, you know, a giant oak or a giant wall in there or something like that, I'm not very discriminative on it. I don't say, oh, I'm got, I got to save, you know, not going to cut any oaks down because I, I do. Oh, really? I look at that. I say, I need the whole tops of these ridges, just a mess of, of down trees. And the biggest thing I look at is I look up in the air. Is it open enough? Can I get, will sunlight come break through in here? I mean, we, the biggest problem, like during hunting season, we go in there and try to hunt it, just walking in the road to go. I mean, you don't have any choice. If you're going in there to hunt, you got to either drive in that farm road or walk down it. Yeah. And all the deer would be running out as soon as you walked in there onto your neighbor's property, you know, where they were getting shot. And so now at least we can sneak in there and, and get in there without all the deer running. So it makes a huge difference, you know, with that, with the hinge cutting and thickening your timber up and we have a lot of it to do. I mean, yeah, hey. it'll be 20 years before I'm done with it. Yeah. Now you hear a lot, especially down in the Texas area where they talk about culling deer. Okay. And, uh, when you get toward the end of the season, 
do you take a buck or a doe? For us, we always take bucks. We always try to take our older bucks out. We don't really care, you know, so much what they score. Cause we, you know, you can look at trying to call out bucks and try to, you know, manipulate the genetics. But like in a in a wild herd like ours, you can't really do it. It's not possible. There's just, you know, there's too many that move in. As soon as you take one out, another one will move in from someplace else, and you can't really control that. You'd be spending your life trying to control it. So we don't worry about what they score or anything like that. We just kind of strictly go by age. We don't shoot anything unless it's five. And now we've gotten a lot of deer. We even let, you know, go to six. But since we've had... Yeah, in certain farms you can do that. Yeah, we used to shoot a lot of does here too. But now with the EHD, the past few years, it just knocked our numbers I mean, they estimate, you know, 40% of the deer in the whole state oh, wow. have died. But really, we haven't really yeah, we haven't had to worry about it because really. the EHD has just knocked the numbers down so far from where they were. So we haven't been shooting any does for the last a, three years. A now. lot of people right now in the news would say that's sexist. We need equal rights. You got to shoot just <laughs> as many does as bucks, right? People are stupid. <laughs> All right, so Crush with Lee and Tiffany Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. That was a big stretch. Let's talk about weeds. Uh, kind of interesting. This is, besides the polar vortex. Cameron's growing like a weed. He is growing like a weed. Besides oh, yeah. the, the, the polar vortex or whatever that was we experienced in December, January, whenever that was. Um, I mean, this has been. Fa- uh, made up for it now. Yeah, a, a fairly mild winter. Um, you know, and so unless warm, you're on the East Coast, yeah, unless you're on the East Coast, you just got dumped on again. They always get crap weather, but I mean, so warmer weather in January and February starts that that early growth of some weeds. They, you know, it starts triggering it. How mm-hmm. aggressively do you guys approach weeds on your place? Is that a problem? Do you actively get out there and try to curtail them, or is that something that's just not even in the, your thought process? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's Are you kidding? Good. It's like that. If Lee's fields do not look perfect, it drives them absolutely <laughs> insane. Good man. <laughs> and actually, right. to be honest, I mean, even my mom and I were kind of hard on them last year because we're like, what in the world is this? Because they had a couple fields that they couldn't control, and it was funny, but I was like, what in the world is going on here, Lukowski? They <laughs> <laughs> put Sonic on. <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying. You were starting to get the, you know, the Roundup tolerant weeds with the Palmer Amarath and water hemp and some things like that. So you got to be way more aggressive on it, like on our bean fields and, and things, you know, and the clover field is not as important. That's still just the same old thing. It'll mostly just be grasses that start coming up in your clover fields and you just have to use, you know, post no, or select max or, no. or something like that to try to control them. And now you know, they started getting too many weeds in them. I just redo it. But like the, uh, you know, the water hemp and those that are, you know, becoming Roundup resistant, they're not such a problem in clover fields because you're mowing it all the time. Mm-hmm. And they never really get a chance to spread. But in your bean fields and corn fields, that's where, you know, it used to be you could just, you know, spray Roundup on stuff. And now, you know, your whole fields will just be taken over with that stuff if you don't. So it's, you know, now you got to be using all the pre-emergent stuff to try to control it. And it's still... You know, in some places it works great and some it doesn't. So we're always, you're always fighting weeds. You know, if you're farmer, food pots, whatever, you're going to be battling weeds all the time. Hey, we got to leave it right there. Hey, can you guys stick around for another part? Yep. All right, don't go anywhere. The third and final installment with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski from Crush on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is coming up next. Big shout out, though, to Cinch, Cabela's, and High Mountain Seasonings. Now, Miss Tiffany, before we get to a break, uh, where can we find you guys online? Or our website, which is the crush.tv. Otherwise, of course, we're on social media Twitter, Instagram, and 
Facebook. All right, the third part of Lee and Tiffany coming up next. Don't go anywhere. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. For over 15 years, outdoor radio at its finest. A death-defying adrenaline rush. Yahoo! Connect with the boys on social media and at the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. This land is your land until you break the law. What do you got your loaded gun in the car for? Out here. You are the one that's at fault. They're the law of the land. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember your lie. Wardens, Mondays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Now, let's get back to Lee and Tiffany Lukoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Silencer Shop. Here's part three. Welcome back! I stand by a pirate, Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. You gotta quit hitting the ball. Uh, Make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Fantastic show! It is. My favorite show. Now, Tiff, I gotta ask you a question. Now, you being pregnant, and you're gonna go into labor here pretty soon, probably on this show, it's driving you to it. But the fact of the matter is, when you're in 20 hours of labor, do you kind of get the feeling you know how Lee feels when he's got a cold? <laughs> That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, haven't you seen that thing going around on Facebook where the, the guy's in the hospital, he's like, something about a cold, and I was like, oh my gosh, it is so true. Although Lee's, you know what, I'm not going to lie, Lee's pretty good. He's, he's actually fairly tough fairly tough when it comes to cold and other other well, such minor really, ailments. I don't think I've ever, I've never, haven't even had a cold this year. I usually don't. Very often, no one gets sick. And if often. he was, he would be in bed, yes. You see, Lee's too much of a bad a cold doesn't yeah, want to no, get I caught by Lee. Sure. <laughs> if it's off-season, you sure would be. No, <laughs> good, I, I don't no. know about that. I mean, if he's hunting, no, then he'd be, he would miss a, would miss a beat. But yeah, if it was off-season, he'd be like, oh, I don't feel good. All right, so I, I got but a question. Good. I got a specific question, not to try to ostracize you here, Mr. Lee, but Miss Tiffany, obviously everything that's in the news right now, there, there's a very strong uh, woman movement or women's movement, I guess you would say out there uh, are you marching speaking out and i, I have know. i have two daughters myself and, and i want to raise them to be strong independent women that are self-sufficient uh and you are a very successful woman miss tiffany um you, you're a leader in the outdoor industry and pregnant and, and pregnant i mean you're a mom you you have a career you're influencing lives out there <laughs> no you can stop with recording us for a second but i mean what would you like to say I mean, do you agree that there is some sort of uh, sexist crap going on that inequality. women don't get a fair shake, let's say, in the outdoor industry? That is a very heavily male-dominated uh, society. It is, but there's a lot of women, man, doing fantastic things. Like we have old uh, Junie James on the show this week uh, from Just Junie. You know, I mean, but 
How do you feel? What would what would you like to say about this and to encourage other women, Miss Tiffany? Gosh, I think in this day and age, I no, I don't agree with the Women's March, for the record. I, I think that's appalling, some of those women. And I to ever call myself a nasty woman is absolutely horrifying. And But as far as our outdoor industry now, I think, I mean, I, in this day and age, boy, I tell you, there's more women out there and doing great things that yep. there was never when I started hunting. I mean, I think it's awesome. I think there's, if you can prove yourself as an outdoor person, and I'm not going to say huntress or hunter or whatnot, I mean, you got to be able to back up your game, you know? I yeah. think there's definitely a place for you out there. I mean, I like I said, you know, of course there's the handful that I'm like, oh, come on, girls, you know? But it's like <laughs> the social media stuff and everything. But I'm like, if you're out there, there's your legit lady hunters out there that are doing great things, and I, I think it's awesome. I think if you stick to it, if, you're, if you truly love something, it'll come out. Yeah, that's just, exactly it. Just like for us, I mean, my whole life has revolved around hunting, and, you know, I didn't really choose this career path it kind of chose us it kind of fell into our laps but i think we knew when it was such a center part of my life i mean everything from my the college i went to you know what degrees i went to to what jobs i took everything kind of it all all revolved around hunting i I went to colleges where that were some place where i could hunt i took classes that i could have some mornings and evenings off that i could still go hunting i took the first jobs that i took as a chemical engineer because i could get time off for hunting i mean it all kind of revolved around that and it just you know you just kind of find your way i mean if it's something that you truly truly love it just kind of starts to your life starts going in that direction and here we are but i think you know there may be you know, there's probably people out there that just want to be facebook stars and they probably you know i don't know if they really love hunting but if you really truly love hunting it, it'll come out you'll you know you'll be recognized for it and you can you know you, people can kind of see through that but i think uh, you know it's been great seeing like over the years i think you know because i had five sisters and it was just like none of them hunted as a kid it was all something that the guys my, me and my dad my brothers my uncles and everybody went out hunting and the girls stayed home and that was kind of the way it was years ago but now it's totally different now you see i mean just from our appearances that we've had over the 20 years how many young girls and and stuff now and how many husbands even and wives look at my mom. oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I think once they do it it's like hey it's fun yeah we're having a good time well yeah that's why that's where all the men hunt because it's fun yeah. you know so i think now that everybody's yeah, finding that out it's much. not it's not just <laughs> for men it's just hey it's a great fun activity something you do with your family and your kids and and stuff so i think that stereotype of just men hunting and stuff has gone away you know, years ago. You bet. Hey, there you have it. That's Lee and Tiffany, and they have a program called The Crush. That's right. Crush on Outdoor Channel, Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, to find out more about you fabulous folks, uh, where do we have to head to online to do that? You go to our website, which is thecrush.tv. Otherwise, of course, we're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm not on there quite as much during the day because, of course, we have a little camera, and I'm trying to be a good role model and stay off my phone during the day. But I answer a lot of questions that night after it goes to bed. She's actually responsible, is what she's saying. She actually- <laughs> I try to be. I definitely try to be. Well, it's a great way to talk to our fans. That, it is true, yes. All right, so one more time. Crush uh, with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Best damn show there is. Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV, and Silencer Shop. Got to get to a break. Uh, Mr. Lee, Miss Tiffany, God bless you. Thank you so much, and keep on doing what you guys are doing. Hey, thanks again yes, for thank having us. You guys, always a pleasure. You bet. Hey, that's the third part of Lee and Tiffany Likoski today. Coming up next is Jake Urban. That's right, for Backcountry Rescue on Outdoor Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to learn about people's legs and arms falling off. Going to be pretty cool.
cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't go anywhere, Jake Urban. Coming up next. Listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav says something about you. Not anything nice, unfortunately. Interact with the boys on social media and our brand new web home at JimandTrav.com. Hang out. Jim and Trav will return in a few moments. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. As we gear up for the 2017 hunting seasons, now here's Jake Urban from Backcountry Rescue on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch at cinchjeans.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We just completed a three-part interview with Lee and Tiffany Olikoski. We found out a lot of stuff about habitat management. Yeah, I am emotionally drained. I know. Holy it. cow, Lee's a stud. I love that man. All right, so yeah, I wrapped up. Me and Tiffany's pretty cool, too. <laughs> Jake Urban, he's just now joining us, Backcountry Rescue. Hey, there's nothing wrong having a man crush. Uh, Backcountry Rescue airing on Outdoor Channel Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a neat show. We're going to talk about people falling off cliffs and stuff. Uh, anyways, Eaten welcome. by a bear. Yeah, welcome to the show, buddy. It's awesome to have you on. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, bringing me along. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time and uh, having me uh, join you today. Now, you are actually, kind of tell people about, tell people, tell our listeners about you. Now, you are the hands-on snowpack uh, specialist, and you assess danger. Now, that's a pretty highfalutin title. Tell our listeners exactly what that means, buddy. Uh, so basically what that means is, is that in our, uh, in our environment here in Jackson Hole, uh, we work in a tremendous amount of avalanche terrain. And, uh, because of that, my, one of my primary roles on the team is, uh, is to be able to evaluate terrain and snowpack, um, and be able to help, uh, team members understand what those hazards are and how they can safely move through terrain. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody wants to get into that back country and get that fresh powder and so forth. But the problem is when they get back there, if they get turned around, number one, if they fall and they get hurt, if they get caught in an avalanche, who comes to the rescue? Jake does. It, uh, indeed. Um, it is what, it, it is what it is. You know, I often say to the team, you know, remember when you're, you know, remember when we're going out into these environments that, um, somebody's already been injured. So it's not going to be a safe environment. It's not going to be stable. Um, and, uh, but, you know, we have some good resources. We've got some good people. We've got some good tools and we're able, we're normally able to secure scenes. Um, you know, it's not that way every time, but, um, I would say the majority of the time we're pretty successful at what we do. 
we'd be putting our, ourselves out of a job if we weren't. <laughs> yeah, talk with uh, the man you're listening to is Jake Urban. He is the host of Backcountry Rescue on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch it Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, once again, on Outdoor Channel. Now, you run a snow science and backcountry survival training business when not serving as the deputy director of the TCSAR, which is the Teton County Search and Rescue. Holy. Now, that's a, that's a big title that's there again. That's a mouthful. Um, so, let's talk about these these rescue operations that you go on with, with your team. It's absolutely fantastic, the things that you guys do. So, do you chalk it up to these misfortunes that people find themselves in? Is it 100% or let's say 90% of the time just human error, stupidity? They're not paying attention uh, to the weather. They're not paying attention to their surroundings. Uh, perhaps Or they, their ability. Their ability. They don't have the right gear, so on and so forth. Or is it, you know... You, you you tempt Mother Nature long enough, you tease her, she's going to bite back. Is it just bad luck, human error? What leads to these rescues, ultimately? It, you know, ultimately, it's a comb- it's depending on the situation and depending on the person, it could be a combination of any of those things or all of them. You know, I've seen, I've seen experts who are conscious of their environment, um, simply get lackadaisical or be a little bit, feel like they're a little too familiar, um, and, uh, and make some trip up mistakes that, uh, that don't seem possible. Um, but it's simply because they're just too comfortable in their environment. Um, you know, I also see folks uh, who come into the area who, they, you know, who spend time in the outdoors, but it might not be the big bad West. And, um, you know, so they, uh, you know, they might find themselves just uh, a little over their heads. Um, and then um, I think for some folks, uh, there's definitely, they, they believe they're stronger. They believe they're more capable than they actually are. Um, and, uh, and then also, you know, we just see, you know, acts of nature um, where people are in the wrong place at the wrong time for something that was completely unforeseeable. And then, uh, and then occasionally, uh, we see stupid mistakes, unfortunately, as well. But, um, you know, regardless, you know, just, it, it doesn't matter what the result of it is. is uh, at the end of the day, this is, you know, this is what our role is. This is what our job is, is what we signed up for. Um, you know, we're going to help, help our uh, fellow folks out in need. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jake Urban. Of course, he has backcountry rescue. Rescue. Backcountry rescue. Backcountry rescue. That was smooth. I mean, it was. That was high backcountry rescue on Outdoor Channel. Once again, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, Mr. Jake, such a fantastic, tall, handsome man. Uh, to find out more about <laughs> you, man. He, he's actually the Kevin Koster of Wyoming. He's the Kevin. I like He's that. the guardian. That is that, that is amazing is what that is. Now, where can we find you online, buddy? Seriously, to find out more about you, possibly get some tips, uh, follow you personally. Where do we have to go to do that, man? You, you can find me in a bunch of different places. Um, my uh, my website for uh, Jackson Hole Outdoor Leadership Institute, uh, you know, the school I run for uh, for both wilderness training, uh, is at jholi.net. Um, you can find me at tetonsnowgeek.com and uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well and uh, and, I'm, and I'm also on YouTube as well um, Jackson Hole Leadership Institute has a channel out there and uh, we're constantly putting snow pit updates out um, and uh, and tips and tricks to uh, help folks uh, improve their backcountry skills there you have it Jake Urban 
Backcountry Rescue. Yeah, Outdoor Channel, Monday. Not PM <laughs> Eastern Time. And if you get lost... Did, it was a dramatic effect. It, it, it was totally lost, by the way. Well, uh, did you see the avalanche coming? Yeah, if you get lost, he will come find you. <laughs> Jake will come find you well, and I'm he will rescue now. you. All right, so anyways, got to get to a break. Big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. Mr. Jake, this has been so awesome, buddy. Thanks for what you do and stay safe out there, man. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on today and uh, would like to see you out there. You bet. Hey, coming up next, we got Steve Nessel. Yeah, he's Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager. Ooh. Uh, he is next. We're going to talk more about habitat management. Don't go anywhere, peeps. We'll be right back. That's how you call into the show and online at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav will will return right after these short messages. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's what we've been looking for. Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code radio at myoutdoortv.com. Goodbye, my sweet, beloved friends. It's never goodbye! It's just till next time. Well, that's a wrap on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, you can always stay in touch with the boys at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show on conservation and habitat management. Jimbo was here. A <laughs> uh, big shout out, though, to Junie James, also Lee and Tiffany Lakoski. They did a fabulous three-part interview with us. Also, Jake Urban. Man, that guy's what a incredible. Guy. And Steve Nestle from Yamaha. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank our 515 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Yep. Like Miss Bunny, Funjo, or producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. Now, Mrs. Bunny, you're going to stick around for longer next week, right? Oh, you bet you guys. I'll be back. That song Celine. was just a, a little, little Celine Dion. <laughs> you like that, baby. That song was just a right. little tainted. Take his act to Vegas. Right, anyways. <laughs> Alright, so uh oh hey, we gotta get to a break. Show is ending. I am so sad. God bless you, boys and girls. We love you. Peace out, Miss Bunny. See you later, guys. Bye. America rules! Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.